tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Shauna Podcast, your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, December 18th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. The last week before Christmas? Yes. Short week for us. You're off Thursday, Friday. I'm off Friday. Yep. But we'll try to give you some good long podcasts to get you through the Christmas holidays. Some long, long ones. Whatever travels you need to do. That sort of thing. How was your weekend, Sean? It was great. Um, went to the Flames game, I saw. Went to the Flames game Saturday night. Uh, went to a couple of the like Christmas pop-up bars during the day on Saturday. Cool. Went uh, snowboarding for a couple hours in the morning on Saturday. Uh, yeah, just got some Christmas stuff together. Trying to do the last of all that before I head out. Yeah. Yep. What about you? Yeah, the same. Uh, it was Bo's birthday yesterday, so celebrated him. Awesome. I had a little party for him on Saturday and then a little family thing last night, so that was good. Nice. Other than that, just enjoyed the nice weather. I got to go to the mall today, and I'm, oh, I am I kind of have to go because like the store I need to buy something from is only in Chinook Mall. Oh, no. But when I was driving home on Friday from work, uh, they had a lane closed outside of Chinook, and the police were directing traffic. That's how that's how busy it was. I so the police have a they have a detachment in that mall. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they just came out to kind of help with it. But I was like, this is nuts. I don't think I've ever seen that before. No, I think I remember seeing that last oh. year. And I was like, oh, my God. So I'm just dreading it. I'm like, where's the... I, like, I'll walk 15 minutes if I could, if I can park somewhere. And Yeah. What? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to get in and out as soon as the show's over as fast as I can. Hopefully yeah. beat the rush. Good luck. Yikes. Mm-hmm. On today's show, we're going to talk about hair transplants. The city's contentious plan to rezone the whole thing. It's called Blanket Upzoning. We'll get into that. We're going to sasky up a few songs, talk about the Goat of Santas. Don Cherry makes an appearance and more after your out-of-context clip. I came across another literal business name, Beckler, mm-hmm. uh, that I thought was pretty funny. These it's, are the opposite of our Fortune 500s. Absolutely. Which have great puns in their names, clever puns. These just straight up tell you what the business does. Yeah, there's no ifs, no questions about what nope. these businesses do. Uh, this one is a business called It's Sugar. What do they do? Uh, they sell sugar. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's hilarious because even the name is all in caps. So they even are just kind of really drilling in. It's Sugar. It's Sugar. That's what it is. That's all it is. It's sugar. Sugar wholesaler type thing. That's just it. Yeah. Just sugar. Sugar things. Sugar. That's just straight sugar. Uh, Yeah. No ifs, ins, or buts. We know what this is about. Yeah. Need sugar? It's sugar! We have a large selection of bulk brown and confectioners. It's sugar! Mmm, this cake is delicious. It's sugar! I'm looking to place an order for potato chips. Sugar! It's sugar.com! Sugar! Podcast. There was this clip going around the hockey world on the weekend that you may have seen, but St. Louis Blues forward Jordan Cairo, he got booed real bad yeah. by the home fans. 
Uh, when he was introduced, every time he touched the puck, yeah, he, I think he got an assist and his name was announced and they booed him for that. His own <sighs> fans in St. Louis. Because uh, he had, I guess some of them were upset about some comments he had made about uh, Craig Berube, who was the coach of the St. Louis Blues, but he was fired last week. Right. And he said, like, no comment when asked about him or something. The fans didn't like that. Mm-hmm. So they booed him. And then he was asked about the booing after the game by reporters, and he was uh, pretty upset about it. I mean, it's just tough, right? Like, you know, I love playing here, so it's just it's tough to hear the fans booing me there. Sorry. Getting very emotional. Yeah. yeah he had some tears. Mm. Um, so you and I were talking yeah. recently about whether professional athletes care if they get booed, right? Yeah. And I don't remember where we landed, but I think this is pretty solid evidence that, yeah, yep. it, it affects them. It definitely affects them. Yeah. I think it was after the Flames got booed earlier this season, right? Yes, yes. And it was my our diehard Flames fan, like the number one Flames fan in the world, who also said that he was booing the team. And I was like, for him to boo, that means something. And he said, yeah. no, I think that it actually gets the point across. Like, I, well, it sounds like he was right about like it that. Does, because yeah. here's Jordan Cairo totally. having real tears over it. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine that Don Cherry would be crazy about seeing a hockey player cry in a post-game interview over the booze. Probably not. Probably not. Are, just blow over the tear. What? Uh, are are you okay over there, Don? Just, or? Oh, I'm sorry. I just I haven't seen a hockey player cry like that since Gretzky got traded. And even then, I mean, good Ontario boy weeping on the TV. What's that all about? Well, he he clearly cares. He's got a lot of emotions about this. Oh, you got emotions, do you? How about you use them to put someone through the end boards? Or drop the mitts and knock a guy in the face? That'll make you feel better. Let's go. And Shauna podcast. I was watching the Weather Network yesterday, Beckler, and they were talking about how beet juice is an effective way to, you know, salt or or keep the grip or get rid of the ice. Which really, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, there's an experimental kind of thing that's happening in different parts of Canada, and yeah, it's beet juice. I think we tried it here for a little bit too. Would it not look like there was a horrible massacre? It sure does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is effective for <laughs> breaking up the ice, I guess. Did you murder someone and drag them down your front steps? Yeah. Yep, and all along the streets, we had uh, massive murders of all kinds of things, clearly. Um, But also, as part of the news story, they had all of these this footage, and it was like a montage of 20 people just eating it. (laughs) Like, that's all the footage was that went along with this whole story was like, and it's not just, you know, people little slips. It was people with their full, like, legs above them that just... (laughs) <laughs> Conking like, themselves like I was oh my like god stock footage or archival footage or it what was did they... stock footage and I don't know where they got it holy crap first of all like somebody has to be filming and just happen to catch all these people oh, eating it you know what I mean well, like, you're telling me that these news stations have an archive of people have, just sucking yes. it just, ugh, was, grabbing, and again, sucking pavement like comically bad like full out to the point where some of them you're like oh did that person is that person okay like I almost started ooing and awing like wow. ooh, ooh. <laughs> whatever video editor put that together <laughs> that was the best day of their lives holy like, just crap getting stitched together all these <laughs> Right? And I was like, they clearly have a keyword for eating it. So it's just like, anytime you need that footage, just type in, mm, eating it. And it pops up all this video footage of these people just, holy crap. I Man, also was laughing. Funny. I was like, could you imagine that that's your claim to fame? You're just watching the news and it's you? Just, You're like, oh, that's me. Oh, there it is. 
My oh, shoulder that, still hurts. I was going to say, I actually was quite injured in that one, though. Uh, ouch. That w- I mean, that's got to be better than when they do uh, a story on like obesity or something, and they just have all those shots of like guts walking down the I street. With, you know, you can see like the heat waves and stuff from the pavement, yeah. but they'll cut everybody off at the neck. Well, and that's what this kind of so reminded just, like, me of because that I big ass. Yes, and I saw that the one time when they were doing that news story about yeah overweight people, and all of a sudden it's just oh man zoning in on the guts. They cut off your, they do cut off your your face, <laughs> like, but you oh, can recognize. Me. You're like if that you... is my gut fur. Yeah, I that's... think I'd rather be the guy eating it than that be the actual. But... You're right. Yeah, a claim to fame of one of the worst falls uh, they have in archival uh, footage. Look at that one. That's me. God, I need that footage so bad. That would just make my day. I might reach out. Yeah. See if we can get it. Can we get a copy of that? I need that. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. My son, Bo, who is nine now. It was his birthday yesterday. Yeah. Happy te- belated birthday, Bo. Yeah, he had a nice weekend. But he was telling us a story this weekend, and, and twice during this story, he said, all I remember is... And then later, later in the story, he said, all I remember is... And McKenna and I looked at each other and started laughing. And That's like, hilarious. Where did he pick that up? And yeah. I never really noticed, but he's always said that. All I know is, like, nobody else else in our house says, all I know. No. Or all I remember. No. My theory is that it's his Sasky blood coming through. I was going to say, that's a Sasky thing to say. For, for sure. sure. Yeah. For sure. And Bo has never lived in Saskatchewan, but McKenna and I are both from Saskatchewan. Yeah. So I think in his genetics, right. there is a Sasky in there. Definitely. And maybe, even though we don't talk like that, maybe it comes out every once in a while. Maybe yeah. it's like skips a, a generation. Yeah, it's it's in his genes. It's somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. That all right. I know just happens to all pop All I up. know. Huh? <laughs> Turns nine, and all of a sudden, all I know comes in. Oh. podcast. I was watching Bad Santa on the weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, it got me thinking about the best fictional Santas. Because oh. there are so many on-screen Santas, right? And yeah. so many different imitations of Santa. And so it, many different depictions of Santa. Right? Like, and I was like, what would the goat of the on-screen of the fictional Santa be? When I think of on-screen Santas, the first one that comes to mind is Tim Allen. Okay. Is the Santa Claus. But that also might just be my age, right? Well, I was wondering those that. when I was growing up. Because he also came top of mind for me. And you're right. Is it just because of our age? And there's the whole new, like there's a, they've rebooted that whole franchise. Yep. But that's, I'm sure that's just like a nostalgia play for people our age who grew up with. Totally. Tim Allen is the Santa Claus. Yeah. It's uh, like if you go back further, is it someone else? I wonder. Because, yeah, there's like the, the old school, like the Miracle on 34th mm-hmm. Street and all those and the Santas. That got, and they're so he was ma- a good Santa. The that is a, like, that's a majestic Santa. Would that, yes. Let's now see I'm wondering him. if he would on. Yeah, he's a pretty good Santa. He's got a pretty close cropped beard there, though, doesn't he? I like my Santa to have a bigger beard. It's true. His beard isn't quite hardy enough, is it? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Strange. I mean, Billy Bob Thornton, pretty good Santa. <laughs> He learned, he learned some things and became good Santa. The you know? goat of Santas? Not the goat of Santa, though. You're right. Um, another one, a newer one that I really like is the Santa from Elf. His, it was, um, what's his name? The actor himself. Ed, Ed Asner. I don't even know how to say his name. But look at him and see. Oh, like, he's a good Santa. He is a good Santa. He's got those little half moon glasses, Absolutely. Too. And within the movie itself, he's a really good Santa. So he I put up there as well. But again, like it's. That's a new Santa, right? So I don't know if you could put him in there. Is your Santa bald or does he have long white hair? Mm. 
That's a toughie. Because the next, I have a, I have an example of each that I think is pretty good. Okay, who's this? Well, the Coca-Cola Santa. Oh, my God. Kind of set the tone for what we think of You're right. as Santa. Because I think that advertising goes back to the 1930s. I wasn't even thinking about the Coca-Cola Santa. And he's kind of like Santa. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's it's obviously commercial, but so is so was Christmas now, yep, right? Yeah, so it sure he, is. Oh, man. You're right. Now, as for bald Santas, yep. you know the uh, stop-motion Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Yep. That classic mm-hmm. TV TV movie? Yep. That Santa, bald as a cue ball, big fan of that Santa as well. Also, I just realized that Santa needs to have super rosy cheeks, and if he doesn't, then I'm just like, what's going on there? He almost needs to look like he's having an allergic reaction Absolutely. to something. Yeah, yeah, he needs to, like, almost the swollen rosy cheeks mm-hmm. for sure, yes. He's having a reaction to the Christmas magic, I yep. think is what yeah, it is. <laughs> what it is or yeah. he's overdosed on Christmas magic he looks like he's had a little too much maybe uh, Christmas cheer yeah, yeah that's, that's, what, you... that's what you need Santa to look like okay is it the Coca-Cola Santa I'd is say, he the goat of Santa's I think is we're gonna anybody? have to, yeah I don't think anything can rival that now the Beckler and Shauna podcast a few people mentioned Santa from the Christmas Chronicles oh right is that Kurt Russell uh, who is the who is it the other guy I always get mixed up with yeah, it's Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. He yeah. nailed the look, though. Like, it's a totally. good Santa. And he's got a really cool Santa outfit. Yeah. Leather gloves and everything. Yeah. You're totally... Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Good beard I on totally him. I totally forgot about him. Um, I don't remember, Shauna, back when we talked about the goat of skullets. Did Santa come up? Because quite often Santa is depicted with a skullet. All right. And I don't think he did. And it's a phenomenal Scullet. Wow. So he would be, would be right up there for sure as one of the ghosts of Scullet. It was so long ago. Yeah. I don't think, I don't recall bringing Santa up. I can't believe that. We were at the trampoline park for Bo's birthday and McKenna's like, did you see that Scullet over there? And I was like, are you kidding me? There's a Scullet out on the trampolines right now. So I'm just like, like craning my neck, looking everywhere. I was like, where, where, where? She's like, right there. It wasn't a Scullet. It was just a cul-de-sac. Oh, the guys no. Up top. And I'm like, no, no that's not... What a disappointing mechanic. Yeah. You need to know better. You can't get me all fired no. up like that. I was I was almost out of my seat. Oh, damn. Where? Skullet on the trampoline? No. Oh, a trampoline that hurts. skullet? That is unbelievable, though. Yeah. Wow. That would be great. Jeez. They should let skullets bounce for free, I think. That's <laughs> that's for skull skull banger. Skullets free. big boom bombs, I think they should let bounce for free. There you go. I think that would draw a crowd. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, it would. Terry would love that. Mm-hmm. Still to come on the show, we're going to talk about the city's plan for blanket upzoning, which is going to really change the, the look and feel of this of Calgary if this, this goes through, I think. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll have to chat with Shane from Shane Holmes about that next time he yeah. stops by, see what his take on the whole blanket upzoning thing is, because he would understand zoning and development a lot better than we would. That would be super interesting, yeah, to see his take. Yeah, we are planning to have another chat with Shane we are. Uh, soon. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. Change your floor plans. Of course, pick all of your finishings. That's all customizable. Yeah, they have a really cool showroom you can walk through up in the Northeast where you like pick all your... You can kind of like go through in each room in your house and be like, okay, these cabinets, these handles, it's pretty these cool. faucets. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, if you're thinking of building, consider Shane Holmes. They are a great partner of ours. ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We were laughing earlier about how we think the uh, Sasky jeans are coming through in my son, Bo, because he was telling a story and he said, all's I remember. Which is pretty funny. All's I know. Yeah. Which is a 
very Saskatchewan way of speaking, mm-hmm. along with, you know, we've talked about I seen instead of I saw. Yes. That's a very, very sassy thing. thing. Yes. Both my to. boyfriend and your wife both used to say that. Yeah. We broke them of it, but we did. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we could sasky up a few Christmas songs for a few songs in general? I should say. Yeah. I'm I heading so. there for Christmas. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's make it. Yeah. Let's sasky up a few songs. Start with this one here, Shauna. Seen. Scene. Hey, you heard that Ace of Base? Yeah. I seen the sign. I seen the sign. <laughs> it's a good one. Classic here. So how could I dance with another? Oh, scene. She was just standing there. I seen it. I seen it. I seen it. Uh, this one's. I added a little extra to this one too. Scene. Mommy kissing Santa. Cousin. <laughs> Just kissing her cousin. Santa cousin. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I walked into a store on the weekend and Get Down by the Backstreet Boys was playing, which I have not heard that song in a long time. I don't know if I time. know that one. Okay, well, you will probably will once I play it here, but it was at the point where AJ was rapping, and I forgot that the Backstreet Boys occasionally tried to rap. It's just, just have a little listen here. <laughs> Nope. Just wait, it gets worse. Come on, girl, get down. Smack it up, flip it, and move it all around. Yeah. That's AJ. So AJ was yeah. <laughs> AJ was the bad boy of the Backstreet Boys, right? He was the bad boy. He was boy. the bad boy. Mm-hmm. If your daughter, if, if AJ was her favorite Backstreet Boy, I mean, she was trouble. She smoked. She was at a higher risk for teen pregnancy. Absolutely, definitely. Yeah. She was drawn to AJ. He was a bad boy. He Absolutely. had a bunch of jewelry and oh, a yeah. goatee. Wasn't he bald too? Uh, he, I think he wore a lot of like beanies. Oh no, stuff. yeah, he yeah. Wore he was a just lot of like real tight beanies. Super, and he liked to rap. And he was, oh, he was the and trouble. Like, yeah, Bob you, Burnquist glasses. Absolutely. And you're right. That's how you know boy. based on who you preferred in the band was uh, whether think, you were going to go down and maybe be in juvie for a little bit or not. You know. I think I'm picturing Ali G. And well, not, and not not AJ. You know, if there if there's a similarity there, but uh, you know. <laughs> Holy crap. I was just like, wow. I forgot that, that that was just a blip in the black. I just want more likes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I envisioned, yes, you were listening to the Backstreet Boys, and then AJ comes on and starts rapping, and mom's like, we need to turn this part off. This is just inappropriate. This is a negative this influence. Is not the, this is not the one that I want you to be listening to. <laughs> Ooh, you're the toughest guy in the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> And you know he loved it too. Hold on, I need to see AJ. I was like, it's I worse ne- than I remembered. I just oh googled him. Just it's way worse. When you look back onto, <laughs> holy crap! Yeah, it kind of looks like someone's playing a character. I was like, that's. God. I guess he kind of was. He was the bad boy of the Backstreet Boys. But even seeing the music videos and stuff and what they're doing, I was just like, God, you must look back and be embarrassed right now. Like, I'm sure oh, all the money makes crap. it makes it. You're better. right. You're right. Yeah. He's probably got a lot of money still. Which, I suppose. He's, he's still rapping on the side. <laughs> and Shauna podcast. So back in September, you may remember the city approved their new housing strategy. We right. talked about it briefly at the time, and it came with 80 recommendations meant to tackle the housing crisis here in Calgary. And the most contentious one of these, these actions was what's called blanket upzoning. 
Now, I'm no expert on, on zoning or anything, but my understanding is that this would, this would mean that rather than having to get approval to build, for example, a duplex right. or a plot of land that's zoned for a single family house, um, it would be the other way around where the whole city would be open to build kind of whatever you want there. And then there'd uh, maybe be a process to, to not build something there. Is my, okay. Yep. Is my understanding of it at least. Mm-hmm. This has quite a few, few people up in arms around the city because it will probably change the look and feel of quite a few established neighborhoods. Right. right. Like I think where I live in the Deep South, for example, I think there will be some people down there who won't be crazy about the idea of blanket up zoning. That mm-hmm. you know, in my neighborhoods, there could be a duplex or a fourplex on the same street as single family homes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the a date has been set now for public consultation on this blanket up zoning, April 22nd, 2024. So if you have strong opinions on the city's plan to rezone the whole thing, yep. uh, that's the day where you'll be able to come out and have your voice heard, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm When it comes to this proposal, Sean, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I, do you have an opinion on blanket up zoning? Do you... I. I really don't. I think that it was, I think it's needed. And I think because of the housing crisis, I'm like, if that is actually going to help, then yes, I think it should be, that's fine. I I don't see the negatives of it necessarily. I mean, I understand why people in these older neighborhoods, for example, like the fact that they're just these single family homes. But on the other hand, is a duplex really going to change the vibe of that neighborhood that much? Like I duplex, maybe not fourplex. Yeah, and I understand that people don't like the look of a fourplex, maybe, but they're all brand new. They're going to be doing them in a nice way. Like it's not. So yeah, I don't. I don't really see you hope. Yes, right. You hope. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I understand like property owners' concerns that it's going to change the feel of their neighborhoods, right? Mm -hmm. You you have an investment. Yeah. I mean, I have an investment in a property here, and. If the street changes, perhaps right. the value of your property changes. But I think and that is the biggest fear. Yeah. Like looking down the road, when I first heard this, I was like, okay, well, looking down the road, there are going to need to be some drastic steps taken if we if we hope to contain this housing crisis that we're facing, right? Because that's it's, just it. Yeah, it's going to get out of control really fast. Kind of already has. Yeah. But then I heard a guy. I heard a clip of a guy uh, speaking at the original public hearing for this decision. It was actually uh, the Sprawl podcast yep. was was there covering it, and they played this clip. And he made a really good point. He said, if you look around the city at the amount of unused or underused land mm-hmm. currently, yep. he said, does it not make a little more sense to start trying to tackle this in those spots as opposed to rezoning the entire city? And when he said that, I was like, mm, good point. Because, I mean, even down here where we're sitting, Shauna, yep. there are, I don't know how many plots of land around here this is 17th avenue this is a really prime spot right totally how many plots of land that are just are sitting un- empty right now and have sat empty since i moved here almost 10 years ago yeah have had not an uh, even a, a hint at development so when he said that i was like well, that's a good point he also talked about you know some of the the land that the city owns and uses for their operations and it's like is that the best use of this prime land or could that not happen somewhere in the industrial area mm-hmm yeah, I mean, I, the, the problem is, the like, this land that's sitting empty is owned by somebody, yeah. right? So what do you do? I don't know. Would you it, force that, would that them to build or... Rewriting bylaws to yeah. development has to happen quicker. A certain type say, of development has to happen. Within five years or whatever, you have to develop on that land if you're purchasing it, I suppose. Yeah. But it's crazy because I remember, like, moving here, like, like I said, I think it was nine years ago, next yeah. month, and looking around and being like, oh, that that's a cool spot. I wonder what's going to go there. And uh, the answer is nothing. Yeah. Nothing's going to go there. I know. 
or like you drive up and down some of the major strips here and there's just like plots of land sitting there that aren't aren't being used is there not a way that we could start there before we change the very fabric of neighborhoods that people have bought into and lived in forever I don't know. It was just a, it was just a thought. It was, when I heard that guy say I'm that, I'm sure it's a lot simpler or, or a lot more complicated than it seems. Oh, but probably. You're right. That is uh, that is something that we we should look into. Yeah. I mean, some people would say, why not both? Why not do both? And really, with the number of houses that we need, the answer might be both. Yeah. But uh, it's a good start, though. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. You know what I find a little bit strange, Beckler? The fact that the word "tis" is such a normal part of our holiday vernacular. Like, we don't speak in Old English in any other capacity, but for some reason, we've just accepted that tis the season is the normal way of saying that. You know what I mean? True. It's very weird. Like, I don't say tis time to go back to work or, <laughs> hey, tis light outside. Like, I don't no, use that in... No, that would be a super strange way to talk. Super weird, wouldn't it? But then when it comes to tis the season, we're all like, oh yeah, of course, tis the season. In fact, if you say it is the season, that sounds weird. <laughs> It is the season. It, well, you know what they say. It is the season. It is the season. No, nope, no. Nope. That's not what they say. No, it's tis the season. But why? And like, where else do we use tis? Never. Tis but a scratch? Right? Is maybe the only other place I can think of it? My Beckler, tis hot in here. <laughs> and even when you say tis but a scratch, you're saying it jokingly. Like, you're right. not saying that seriously. But tis the season, we do. We say that just accepting it oh yeah tis the season mm -hmm. who started that i don't know tis very weird I tis is not a word maybe we should start bringing tis into our regular i'm not cool with that as a contraction no. i don't like it you don't want no. to okay it is the season it is the season mm. <laughs> you sound like a robot that's right your, everybody will Christmas. look at me like this is friggin' weird but no. then you're right you say it in any other place i know it's very weird tis time we get going yeah well Tis time to go. That is also very robotic. Tis time to wow. Fire the old splitter. You should do a <laughs> you should do a deep deep etymology etymology dive on who into started the word tis. tis and yeah. why it's just there. It's just awful. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's just like we're gonna just say tis the season and everyone's like cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's we're all do on it. board for that. That's but normal. nowhere else. Nowhere else. Podcast. A friend recently sent me this clip of Jim Jeffries, one of his stand-up routines, and he's talking about his hair. And I'll play this for you. I hope I got all the swears out of it. But if you watch my specials from beginning, I think I've done nine or something like that. You, you watch them. I get hairier and hairier as I go along because I've had a transplant. I take a tablet every day for the last fifteen years to keep my hair looking this. Every day I have to take this tablet, every single f***ing day, and if I stop taking it, my hair falls out right away. Got to keep taking it, got to keep taking it. But I can't take it every day anymore, I have to take it every four days. Because if I take it every day, my d*** doesn't work. <laughs> so I didn't know that about Jim Jeffries. I didn't, I didn't know either. that he had a transplant. And it, i got to say, it's nice to hear someone talking about it openly, because I've always wondered why there are so few people on TV and in movies who are bald. Because statistically, nearly half of guys in their 40s will yeah. experience male pattern baldness in some form. Uh -huh. But in entertainment, it seems like it's 2%. Like All these guys seem to have all their hair. So there must be a lot of hair transplants going on. Interesting. Yeah. I also I didn't know that. that you had to keep taking medication. I didn't either. To keep from rejecting it. Are they... Are all hair transplants like that, or is it just certain types? Well, when you think about it, it makes sense, because I didn't know this either. I recently learned that about organ donation, that if you are the recipient of, of an organ transplant, 
is I always thought it was just like, okay, your body rejects it or it accepts it yeah. and then you're good. But no, like you continue to take medication to keep your body from fighting off that organ. Oh, wow. And eventually I think the body does win. Crazy. I did not know that either. Like, it, I don't think it's like you get a new organ and you're good forever. Like, I oh. think it, there's like a, there's like a maintenance process to it and stuff. And I, I wasn't aware of that. Wow. Um, no. But I guess like knowing that I, when my hair started to go, like I never really seriously considered a transplant, but knowing that you have to be on medication forever, I would be even less likely to go ahead with it, I think. No. Yeah. Well, it's funny because a guy that I know had a hair transplant, it was way back kind of, I don't know if it's earlier on or if he just didn't do as effective a one, but uh, I remember my boyfriend and I seeing the torture that it looked like he went through when he oh, got man. the hair transplant. Like it looked like, painful? It looked awful. Like basically every place that there was like hair was just it was swollen and looked like, oh, it was. Did it heal eventually? Eventually, yeah. yeah. But I was like, holy crap, that looks horrifying. Like, I don't know why you'd want to do that to yourself. I wonder if the technology has gotten better. I, I think it has since then. Yeah, and that was one of the earlier ones for sure. But oh my God, it was just like, oh, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then the idea of having to, having to keep be on the medication. And I wonder if that's, like you said, if that's for everyone. But it kind of makes sense because it's something in your body so. that wasn't there before. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once you once you, you start to go bald, if you can embrace the bald, yeah. it's very freeing, I've totally. found, right? As opposed to, I mean, having hair is great. I would take hair if that were an option, but... I like the bald. Being, being, I find that I want to go like shorter and shorter. I want to be more bald. Oh. Like I started like a three guard and then I was like, let's, what, what if we go two? Yeah. What if we go? I recently had my head shaved like by a professional barber <sighs> with a straight razor. Oh, wow. What a, what a treat that was, Shauna. You can't get what much a, closer to the, the grain than that, can you? Cue ball me. Cue ball me. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.